Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix in Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! I'm so glad that you're here. If I sound a little different, I've got a little cold that I'm working through, but it's getting better. I think I'm on the tail end of it. So that's good news, but if I sound a little nasally, then I apologize. It's better than it was a couple of days ago. That is for sure. Well, tomorrow my kids start school, so today has been busy with meet the teacher and finding classes and figuring out how to open lockers and packing up backpacks and getting last minute school supplies and all of that. But they're back to school tomorrow. So it'll be nice to be back into a normal routine. And I had big, big plans to get all the laundry done before they went back to school and the house spick and span. But that hasn't happened. The laundry is piled up all over the laundry room floor and the house is still a disaster. So best laid plans, right? Uh, Now I'm telling myself I'll get it done once they go back to school. But that's also probably a lie. We'll see. Maybe this weekend when they're home, we can buckle down and get things looking good around here. I just got a little lax with summer and no schedule and the house is suffering for it. I just recently returned from my latest visit to Disneyland, which is absolutely amazing. That's what we're going to be talking about today. I want to do a brief review on early entry and on my stay at the Grand Californian and on just my trip in general. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first, I wanted to read a review that I got on my podcast. You guys know I love reviews. They really help me grow and I appreciate it so much when you take the time to rate and review my podcast. If you're a Spotify listener, you're not able to leave a written review at this time. I don't know if they'll change that in the future. You can just do a star rating. So I appreciate those of you who have left me ratings on Spotify. If you listen on Apple, you can do a star rating plus a written review. And I'm not sure about the other platforms. I'm kind of an Apple podcast listener myself. So if you have left me a review on any platform, I appreciate it so much. This review comes from M-M-E-S-S-M-E. I'm not sure how you say that. Anyway, it says, so fun. I'm happy I found this fun podcast. I love the variety from hotel reviews, travel strategy, tips, news, and history. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the review. If you want to rate and review my podcast, I would appreciate it. That would be amazing. There was big Disney news announced just today, which I really appreciate it when Disney announces news right before I record an episode, (laughs) not right after. So I appreciate it. Thank you, Disney. I'm sure they did that just for me. This is actually news that people have been waiting for for a long, long, long time. It's magic key renewal information. So we finally got word today that if you are a current magic key holder, you will be able to renew your magic key beginning August 18th. If you don't have a magic key, you currently can still not purchase one. 
maybe six months or so ago, Disney stopped selling Magic Keys and they are not going to be selling them at least in the immediate future. Hopefully they bring that back at some point. So there really hasn't been a lot of changes to the Magic Key program. I was actually a little surprised. I thought we would have quite a few more changes and we really don't. There's some extra blockout dates. They've increased prices. No surprise there. We all knew that was going to happen. But the price increase was not as much as I thought it would be. So I'm just going to go over this real quick in case you happen to be a Magic Key holder. So here's the changes that you need to know about. Um, like I said, starting August 18th, you can renew your current pass and there's no new keys available. The top dream key, the top level dream key is now being replaced with the inspire key, but they're basically the same. The main change is that this pass is blocked out from December 21st through January 1st. So those two weeks of busy holiday time, that pass will be blocked where in the past it had no blockout dates. There's a price increase for all the keys. The bottom two tiers are going to now get 25% off parking and everybody's going to get 20% off Genie Plus, and the top two tiers will have PhotoPass with digital downloads added to their pass. So, I don't know. I wasn't really surprised by anything in here. Some people are upset. Some people are happy. That's just how it goes when Disney makes their announcements. So, the bottom two passes only went up by $50. The top two passes, hmm, I'm not sure. I didn't write that down. They went up by more, but I'm not exactly sure how much. If you're interested in that, you'll have to Google it and check it out. Now, if you are a Magic Key holder and you're looking to renew, I think it's really important that before you do, you actually sit down and do the math and see how many times you are planning on visiting and see if it actually makes sense for you to renew your pass. Because I've talked to several people who have decided not to renew their pass because they didn't visit enough times to make it worth it. Because if you think about it, a magic key is really a little bit restrictive. It's more restrictive than having a normal ticket because with a normal ticket, you don't have any blackout dates. You can go whenever you want. You just have to make a reservation. As long as there's a reservation open, you can take it and you can go visit. Whether that's Christmas Day or whatever day you want to go, you can make a reservation and go. Plus, you can make your reservations 120 days in advance with a normal ticket. Whereas a Magic Key, most of them have lots of blackout dates and you can only make your reservation 60 days in advance. Plus, they limit you on how many reservations you can have depending on which Magic Key you purchase. So, some people are finding that they're really not visiting enough to make having a Magic Key worth it. So please, before you renew your Magic Key, sit down and figure out how many times you plan on visiting, figure out how much it would cost you if you were just to buy regular tickets through Getaway Today, which are at a discount, and then figure out if it really makes sense for you to have a Magic Key, because I don't want you paying for something that you're really not going to use that's actually a little restrictive. So think about that before you renew. Don't just automatically jump into it. Think about it, especially with the economy the way that it is. We all want to save money wherever possible. So sit down, figure it out before you jump right into renewing. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll jump into early entry and my review 
the Grand California, plus some of the other fun things that I got to do on my last visit to Disneyland. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix In Some Magic. Even though summer is just coming to a close, the end of the year is rapidly approaching. I'm not sure why, but it seems like the second half of the year always goes a lot quicker than the first half of the year. Halloween time and the holidays at the Disneyland Resort are upon us. And if you are thinking of visiting, you're going to need to get your tickets and reservations and your hotel right away because they are booking up quickly. You want to make sure you get the best deals and you get the best deals by booking early. I'm not saying that you can't still find a good deal if you book later, but it's more difficult because those cheaper rooms go quick for hotels. Everybody wants to get a great deal. So if you're planning on going to Disneyland between now and the end of the year, make sure you get in touch with Getaway Today. You can call them. You can go on their website. Tell them Melissa with Mix and Some Magic sent you for the very best deals and they can help you find exactly what you're looking for. If you don't really know what you're looking for, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email at Melissa at mixinsomemagic.com and I can help you find something. Tell me what you're looking for. I'll point you in the right direction or get away today can. They're very good at it. Maybe you want something close that includes breakfast or maybe you're okay with paying a little bit less so that you can be a little farther away because you don't mind taking a shuttle. There's amazing options in every single price range. Also, if you've never thought about giving a Disney trip for a gift, start thinking about it now. The last few years we have done this with our family. We've decided that our kids are getting a little older and they really don't need a lot of things for Christmas. Yes, they want a lot of things, but they don't really need a lot of things. So we've decided to start giving them vacations instead of things. Obviously, they still get some presents, but we have been scheduling a trip for sometime in January and we let them open it on Christmas Day and get excited about it and then we go and take a vacation. Last year we went to Hawaii. You can book Hawaii with Getaway Today. I guess it was this year, but last year at Christmas we gave them Hawaii. The year before we did Disney World. So we like to give them a gift that's an experience and it's always great to have a fun family vacation. So Getaway Today can help you with all of that. They have layaway plans so you could book your dream Disney vacation to give to your family for Christmas and start making payments on it now. Plus you could score really great deals by booking it now. My very favorite thing to do to save the very most money is to buy their five night tickets because you can buy four nights and get the fifth night free. So you get one extra day free plus I like to combine it with a hotel that is offering the third or fourth night free because I love getting a free night in a hotel. Plus, if you combine it with my code MSM10 or tell them if you're talking to them on the phone to add my code, they can add it in for you and save an additional $10. That's the very best way to save the most money. It's literally saved us hundreds on our Disney vacation. So I appreciate Getaway Today so much. They're great people and they really care about your vacation. So I'll put a link to them in the show notes. Give them a call. Find them online. I know you're going to love them. But get that trip booked while there's still great deals to be found.
right. Before we get started, full disclosure, I did want to tell you that I was invited on this trip by Getaway Today and by Disney. So they hosted me for this trip so that I could experience staying at the Grand and early entry along with a few other things so that I could share it with you and be able to answer all of your questions and help you plan your perfect vacation. So thank you to Getaway Today and thank you to Disneyland for having me. I had a really great time and it was really fun to get to know some of the Disney people better. I know the Getaway Today people really well. They're such great people and trust me when I say they really care about your vacation. They really, really care and want you to have a great time, which is one of the reasons I recommend them. So thank you to Getaway Today and thank you to Disneyland for having me. I had a really, really great time. Before I headed out to California, I was actually in Washington, Washington State. We were having a little family reunion. We were camping, sort of. We were like cabin camping, these rustic cabins, like the kind that don't have bathrooms. There was still a community bathroom. And so I was staying there with my family. And to get to Disneyland, I had to fly from Spokane all the way to California. And I had to leave our campsite at like 3.30 in the morning. So I had to be up at 3. So I showered the night before in the campground bathroom, which was fine. But then I had to do my hair because I knew I wasn't going to have time to do my hair after I got there. And my hope was to just shower this one time, do my hair, not shower the one time. I was going to shower while I was at Disneyland, but I was hoping to just do my hair once before I left and not have to do it again. It didn't work out, but that was my plan. So anyway, I had to get all ready to go the night before in this bathroom, this big community bathroom, and people are in and out showering and stuff. So I've got my curling iron all set up and I'm curling my hair at like 11 o'clock at night. And this lady asked me, she's like, are you going out? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just going to Disneyland. <laughs> getting all fancy for it. So anyway, I had to leave for the airport so, so early, fly to California, and of course, it was totally worth it. I'll get up early for Disney any day of the week, but it was dark, and I didn't want to walk down to the bathroom when I woke up to like the main bathroom, and so I did my makeup by the light of a my phone flashlight and I'm trying to get ready on the porch so I don't wake people up and it was super glamorous is what I'm saying. (laughs) But I got there, I made it to the airport, made it to California and I got to go check into the Grand Californian Resort and I had never stayed here before. This was my first time ever staying in one of their rooms so it was pretty exciting and pretty surreal. Actually it's been a dream hotel that I've always wanted to stay in and I was really happy to finally get the chance to stay there. So I checked in, they weren't quite ready for me, but they held my luggage so that I could head off into the parks and get my day going. So I headed over to Disneyland for a couple of hours. I was starving, so of course I stopped and got the cream cheese pretzel at the refreshment corner and a raspberry Coke, well, a raspberry Diet Coke. Have you ever had their flavored Cokes? They're so good. I love them. There's something about it on a hot day. 
it's just really good. And then I hadn't been on Pirates for a long time. The last time I was there, it was closed. And so I went on Pirates and it was really fun. And then I went over to the Craftsman Bar and Grill, which is in the Grand Californian Hotel. So I went over there, met some friends, checked in for the event that I was going to be going to, and I had some really, really yummy belugi beef skewers. They were really good. It was with kimchi fried rice, cucumbers, carrots, green onions, and then of course the belugi beef. I really liked them. I thought they were very good. Of course, the Craftsman Bar and Grill has the famous brownies and blondies that are like these huge blondies. I think the blondies are better than the brownies. They've got some Reese's Pieces sprinkled on the top. They're very good. I actually have a copycat recipe on my website. I should put a note. I'm going to write that down so I put it in the show notes. Okay. Look for that in the show notes. You can make them at home. They're very easy and very good. So after that, oh, I have to tell you what else I found at the Craftsman Bar and Grill. I looked at Disneyland and I didn't see it, but they had a freestyle Coke machine and in it they had Diet Coke and then you could get a ginger lime Diet Coke and it was so good. I went there a couple times when I was staying at the Grand just to get the ginger lime Diet Coke because... It really was delicious. So that night I was able to check into my room later that afternoon and it was beautiful. One of my favorite things, it's just like a little, the littlest touch, but they had um, my name up on the TV when you walk in. So they have the TV on and it has music playing on the TV, some classical music. And then it says, welcome Hamblin party, which I thought was really cute. I don't know, just the little things. So I got to check out the room. I unpacked a little bit because I'm one of those people that likes to unpack when they're on vacation in hotels. I can't tell you how much I hate rummaging through a suitcase. Well, I do not like it. So we got all settled. The room had really pretty bathroom. They, of course, had the Disney H2O bath products in there, which is one of my favorite parts about staying on property is you get to use their amazing shampoo and body wash and lotion. It smells so good. And then they had a rain head shower, which was pretty fun. So I liked that. The bathroom was really pretty. The decor is kind of craftsman style with lots of hardwood. They had some a little mural of a tree painted on our wall with oranges and Chippendale were in the tree. So that was really fun. thought it was a cute, cute room overall. And it was so fun to be very, very close to Grand Cal, not Grand California, Disney California Adventure. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> While I'm talking, I'm watching this video that I took of our room. So now I'm super distracted. But it also came with a robe and slippers. And I didn't use the slippers, but I use that robe all the time. I'm a robe person. Like I hate putting on my clothes until I have to. So I am a robe person. I wear my robe to get ready. Then the last possible second, I will put on real clothes. Does anybody else do that? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. That's how I roll though. I have a winter robe at home and a summer robe. This is probably too much information. So sorry. Let's move on. 
So I was there with some other guests and we went over together to Disneyland that evening and we ate at Rancho del Zocalo and we did some rides and it was pretty fun. And then we got to watch the Main Street Electrical Parade and also the Disneyland Forever Fireworks. It was fun to see those. Somehow I've missed the Disneyland Forever Fireworks the last few times I've been there. So I was happy to be able to finally see those. So I enjoyed that. And then we did Matterhorn because it was closing the very next day and we wanted to get in one more ride. Of course, we did the Tomorrowland side, which is way more wild than the Fantasyland side. <laughs> and I like the Fantasyland side better. I'm just going to say that. But then we had to get to bed early because we were going to be doing early entry the very next morning and we had to be up bright and early so that we could take advantage of the early entry access. So early entry is now back at Disneyland Resort Hotels for guests staying on property. So if you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel, the Grand Californian, or the Paradise Pier, you can enter Disneyland or California Adventure, whichever one you choose, 30 minutes before. Now when I say whichever one you choose, it has to be the one that you've made a reservation for that day. So if you have a reservation for Disneyland that day, you're going to early entry at Disneyland. If you have one for DCA that day, you're going to early entry at DCA. So keep that in mind. You can't hop back and forth for early entry. So you have to go to the park that you have the reservation for. So we did early entry. I split it up with a few friends so we could all try different strategies. And we really, we hustled and we learned so much about how it affects um, regular guests and how it affects early entry people. We developed some strategies that I think will be really helpful for you. I'm not going to go into all of that today. I'm going to have that as my next episode next week. So you can stay tuned for that. If you're dying to know and need the information as soon as possible, it's all on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can read about it. If not, that's what next week's episode will be about. I'm going to have some friends join me, the ones that were there with me, and we'll talk all about it so that you can know whether or not you're staying on property. It's still good to know about early entry because it does affect rope dropping quite a bit. So after we did early entry and we did a few other rides, then we were able to have a breakfast, character breakfast at the Plaza Inn. And I was so excited to experience this since COVID because the last time I went to a character breakfast. It was during COVID. And I have to say, I wasn't super impressed. I thought the food was good, but the extra money that I paid for it, I don't know. I wasn't impressed with it. I didn't like how the characters just marched around. They didn't even pause. You just saw the characters, the characters march past your table once or twice while you were eating. And... I wasn't excited about it. Now, obviously, this is how it had to be done because of COVID restrictions. I understand that. But at the time, I was telling people, I don't know if it's worth the extra money. If it was me, I would probably wait until it, they're back, till characters are back and the character dining is back to what it used to be, which it now is. So it was really fun to have regular character dining back. We had so many characters come right to our table and they really took a lot of time with us. Like each character made sure to have a little personal connection with every single person at the table. And I thought it was really fun and sweet and it totally made the whole 
breakfast. And now I'm saying character breakfast, totally worth it. I loved it, especially if you don't want to stand in line meeting characters, this is the way to do it. So let me tell you who we saw. We saw Pluto, Tigger, Chip and Dale, Daisy. We got our picture taken with Minnie Mouse as a group, but she later came to our table. So that was fun. So we got to see Minnie twice and Winnie the Pooh. I also saw the little mouse from Cinderella. I'm not sure her name, but she didn't come over to our table. So I saw her in the distance. So we got to meet all of those characters, take pictures with them, give hugs. They were signing autographs for kids. So character dining is back to normal and I say now it's worth it. So if you are thinking about it, yes, do it. However, I do think it's a good idea to make it a, your reservation for character dining a little bit later in the day so that you can still take advantage of early entry if you're a hotel guest and rope drop lower crowd times in the mornings. So our breakfast was at 10 a.m., which was perfect. We had a little snack before we headed to early entry and then we were able to just have breakfast at 10. So if your kids can wait a little bit later to eat a full breakfast until 10, that's the way to do it. So I would do that so that you can still take advantage of early morning wait times. I do have a whole post on my website all about character dining and the different options and how much everything costs. Um, so I'll put a link to that in my show notes as well so you can check it out. So I spent the day doing rides and enjoying Disneyland and then I started getting really hot like really, really, really hot. And I decided there's an amazing pool over at the Grand Californian where I'm staying, so I should probably ditch this heat and go check it out. So that's what I did. I went over to the pool for a little bit and checked that all out. The Grand Californian has three different pools. They're all kind of in the same area, so they're all interconnected. One of them has a really fun slide for kids. They have lifeguards on duty, and they have life jackets available, which is really nice. So the pool is fun. I thought it was a little crowded. I kind of wished that it was less crowded. It was hard to find a chair, and it seemed like there were a lot of people in the pool, but that's probably because it was really hot. <laughs> so I can't say that I blame them. Everybody had the same idea that I did to beat the heat and get away from all of it and go hang out at Disneyland. Not at Disneyland. Get away from Disneyland and hang out at the pool. So that evening after Disneyland, then that evening after the pool, I mean, then we had some dinner and we headed over to DCA so that we could do some of the fun things over there. We did a few rides and we watched World of Color, which was really fun. I always love to see World of Color. Um, and then I got this crazy idea in my head that it would be really fun to ride Grizzly River Run and get soaking wet and then walk straight back to our room, which there's an entrance. So Grand Californian has a separate entrance that you're able to use 
anybody can use this entrance. So even if you're staying at the Hojo across the street, if you want to use the Grand Californian entrance, you're totally welcome to, unless it's early morning entry hours, and then it's only open to Grand Californian guests. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. But anybody can use it, but the entrance is literally right across the street from, across the street, across the walkway from Grizzly River Run. So I thought, It'd be so fun to ride Grizzly River Run at night. I've never done it at night, and I've heard that it's really fun. And if we get wet, we get wet. Who cares? The park's closing. We can walk right across the little walkway to our hotel, change, and go to bed. So that was my plan. I rounded up some friends to do it with me, and then I started having second thoughts because I had just washed and curled my hair. Because after the heat of Disneyland and being by the pool, my hair was not, it wasn't holding up very well. Um, so I had rewashed my hair before dinner and going to DCA. And I was like, I can't, I can't risk my hair getting wet. I know it sounds so silly, but honestly, I have a lot of hair. <laughs> it takes a while to dry and curl. And I did not want to do it again during this trip, especially before early entry was already so early we were getting up and so I decided to run back to the room and grab my shower cap that DCA or DCA the Grand has provided shower caps in the room and then wear that while I rode Grizzly River Run so that my hair would stay dry. So that's what I did. I looked adorable. Not really but it kept my hair dry and so we rode it. We didn't get as wet as I thought we would. Thank goodness because I've gotten soaked on that ride before but it was really fun to ride it, get a little wet and then walk straight across the way back to our hotel room and go to bed. So I thought that was really fun and I'm glad I got to experience it one time but I don't think I'm going to be riding Grizzly River Run at night anymore. The reason being, it made me feel a little bit sick. As same with the other friends in the boat. I, I usually don't get sick on rides. I can do teacups, everything. They don't make me sick. But this Grizzly River run at night made me feel a little blah. And I think it's because it was so dark and the raft spins. And so I couldn't really, I mean, usually when you're spinning, you can kind of, you see what's going on around you. And I couldn't because it was dark. And so it made me feel a little sick. So if you are prone to getting sick on spinning rides, this is not the ride to do at night for sure. So keep that in mind, even though it is pretty fun. I don't know, maybe if you close your eyes, I'm not sure. But keep that in mind if you're going to be riding at night. It may not be a good idea. The next morning I was up bright and early again to do early entry again, this time going in to Disney California Adventure. So again, I was with friends and we kind of split it up so that we could try different strategies and see how things worked out. Now I ended up using the Disney Grand Californian entrance into DCA, the one that goes right across from Grizzly River Run, and that turned out to be not the greatest plan because they didn't open it up early enough to really be helpful for most people. So we'll talk about that next week. Um, it's all on my website if you need that information now or you can send me a DM on Instagram and I can tell you about it but I'm not going to cover it today. We'll talk about it later but 
I think it's not as beneficial to use that entrance for most people for early entry. You're going to want to go to the main gate because it will save you time and you'll be able to accomplish more during early entry using that entrance. So we did early entry. That'll all be on next week's episode. And then this was my my favorite part of the trip. We got to go have brunch at Lamplight Lounge. Now Lamplight Lounge only does brunch on the weekends and we were there on a Tuesday. But because this was an event hosted by Disney, they opened up Lamplight Lounge for us and let us come have brunch there on a Tuesday. And we were the only people in the whole restaurant. So I felt really special. It was fun to be able to walk around and take pictures and have nobody else be there. So we got to do that. I had the yummiest breakfast. It was avocado toast. And it was so, so good. I wonder if I can tell you what's in it. Let me see. Here we go. I have a picture of the menu right here. It's sourdough, avocado mash, New York steak, one egg up, piquillo butter sauce, arugula salad, and pickled red onions with confit potatoes. So yummy. And I also had bites of their famous indulgent French toast, which I like but I liked mine better. I liked the avocado toast better. So that was amazing. So glad I got to try that. And we even got to go check out the office, the secret dining room that's inside Lamplight Lounge, which I actually have eaten at back in November, but it was fun to go and check it out again. You get to turn this wheel to open it up. It's like a big, the door looks like a safe. And so you have to turn the wheel to open it up and It's pretty fun. So that made me feel pretty special and I really enjoyed it. That was probably my favorite thing that we did on the whole trip. So I spent the rest of the day over at DCA and then back at Disneyland just running around and getting content, checking things off my list. I had all these things that I needed pictures of and video of and information about so that I could update things on my website, so that I could update things on Instagram and make new content and share new things with you. So I did that for a few hours and then I just enjoyed the parks. It was really fun. It was nice to be there. I bought a raspberry rose macaron late at night, which I was shocked that there was still one available because usually you have to mobile order them early in the day. So I got one to take home to my kids and I put it in my carry-on because I thought it would be safe. Nope, it was not safe. It got destroyed, pretty, pretty destroyed, but it was still, it still tasted good. They still liked it, but it wasn't pretty. I don't know. Next time, I think I just have to hold it in my hands. Uh, But anyway, it was a wonderful trip. I loved staying at the Grand. I get people who have asked me, is it worth it? Which is a really hard question for me to answer because what I think is worth it, what you think is worth it, what my mom thinks is worth it, what your sister thinks is worth it. It's all different because we all have different priorities, different budgets, different family situations. And so it's really hard for me to to answer that question. Um, but if you are already planning on staying on property, if you are staying at one of the hotels and that's just what you do, you like to stay on property, it fits well in your budget, then early entry is a really great 
perk of staying on property and you're going to love it. If you stayed at the Grand, you would be so happy because you would be at the closest Disneyland Resort Hotel. You'd be able to enter DCA really quickly when you're going to the parks. If you're taking a break during the day, if you're going home for the night, you'll be right there, which is really great and really valuable. However, for me, it is very expensive. So I have a hard time paying that much money when I can stay right across the street for a fraction of the price. So I think for me, although I enjoyed staying on property and I loved it, that won't be something that I do every single time we visit. Occasionally, yes, we might do it occasionally on special occasions, but that is not something that our family will be doing on all of our stays at the Disney park. We'll still choose to stay across the street or at a cheaper property for the most part. Now, if you're really excited about early entry and you think that it's a good idea to like break your budget to go and stay at the Grand so you can experience early entry, I don't think so. Early entry is a great perk for those people already planning on staying at the Grand but if that breaks your budget to go and stay on property, then don't do it. Early entry is amazing, but you can still have a really great time just by rope dropping, just by having regular park strategies. You don't have to go stay on property and do early entry to feel like you're getting your money's worth and spending your time well at the Disney parks. I hope I'm making sense. So basically what I'm saying is if being on property fits into your budget, it's not a stretch for you stay on property. It's amazing. It's really fun. And there's lots of great things about staying on property. If in order to stay on property, you'd have to skip going on vacation for the next three, four, five years and save your money so that you can stay on property. I don't think that's worth it. I would rather see you go on three, four, five vacations and pay less for those vacations than instead of saving up for the grand. I hope that makes sense. I loved staying there but it is very expensive. Thank you so much for being here today. Sorry about my cold. I'm sure I'll sound better next week. Fingers crossed. I will be heading to Disneyland again, actually, next week. Is that true? It's true. I'm going to be heading there at the end of next week. It's my anniversary, our anniversary. I always say my anniversary and my husband corrects me. <laughs> it's our anniversary and we were supposed to go to Hawaii. It didn't work out. It fell through because we couldn't find anyone to watch our kids. And so my husband said, well, where do you want to go if we can't go to Hawaii? I was like, well, where do you think? So Disneyland it is. We're going to Disneyland for our anniversary. I'm actually pretty excited. And then I will also be extending my trip just a little bit and doing some hotel tours while I'm there. So I'm excited to check out some more properties so I can find the perfect place for you to stay. I'm going to be taking tons of pictures, videos, putting it all over my Instagram so that you can find the perfect place for your family because there really are so many great properties around Disneyland. Getaway Today partners with over 40 hotels to bring you like the very best deals, which is pretty awesome. So I'll be heading to Disneyland soon. And while I'm there, I'm going to be doing more testing on rope dropping and how early entry is affecting it. I've already been studying wait times on the app, so I have a pretty good idea, but I like to be there 
boots on the ground so that I can see it for myself so I can tell you what to do, what not to do, all those things so that you can have the very best trip possible. So I'll be there end of next week. You can follow along on my Instagram stories. But next week I'll be back. We'll talk about all talk all about early entry. And if you are new here, thanks for being here. Welcome. I'm glad to have you. You can find me on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's mixinsomemagic.com. I'm also on Instagram at mixinsomemagic. And I'm really happy that you're here. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.